Hi, this is Oren. If you find these teachings useful and you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me online at orenjsofer.com or on social media at orenjsofer. Thanks so much. So I'd like to do a guided practice with some of this material on observing any resistance. So let's start with a moment or two of orienting. So just continuing to develop this habit and tool of connecting with our environment. Really let your eyes take in the space in whatever way feels natural. Exploring any colors or shapes. Anything new that you can notice that you haven't noticed before. Letting your head and neck get involved. And if you do notice yourself taking a deep breath or settling, just enjoy that. Feel that that shift inside. And then whenever you're ready, beginning to turn your attention inwards. Taking up a comfortable, easy posture. And seeing if there's any relaxing that would be supportive, relaxing the jaw, the eyes, the shoulders or hands. Feeling the contact with the ground. See if you can receive the support of the earth below you. Notice if your attention is drawn to any strong sensations. And if so, make a conscious choice if that's helpful or not. 
And if it's not, where can you rest your attention? Where can you rest your attention that's neutral, pleasant, neutral, or less painful? So to review, you might use sound. You might use a touch point like your hands, your lips, or the feet. And so practicing this first movement of shifting away from the intensity of pain, letting it be in the background and giving more attention to something else in your experience. If it doesn't uh, work or help to keep your attention with one object, remember that you can very patiently, slowly shift your attention. You can move from hearing to feeling the hands. Feeling the lips or the tongue. Then back to hearing or cycling through any reference points that you find supportive.
Bringing in these energies of compassion and wisdom. So recollecting the perspective that pain is natural. That's what bodies do. This is how it is right now. And can I bring some tenderness? Some warmth and care. And then in your own time, whenever you're ready, exploring this shift of attention to begin to turn towards the pain and to see, how am I relating? Wherever there's discomfort, unpleasant sensation or experience, physically, mentally, or emotionally, What's the relationship to that? Is there any resistance? Is there any tightening Contracting, a pulling away or a pushing against. And if so, what happens when you notice it? What happens when you bring a balanced attention to the resistance? Is there any softening? Any change or shift in the intensity or amount of resistance? And then see if you can begin to observe any form of resistance or reactivity that arises in the body or the mind. 
Is there contraction or tightness or bracing anywhere physically? And if so, what's it like to just create some space for that, to allow it? Observing it with patience and tenderness. Is that resistance localized in one particular area? And if so, what's it feel like there? Is it tight or hard? Is it a pulling away or a pushing? What happens if you just wait and watch, feeling and observing any reactivity or resistance? Remember, if the intensity of any sensation, including the resistance, gets to be too much at any point, that you can turn your attention away and take a break. making space for and allowing whatever's happening in the mind, the heart or body, 
Keep observing the relationship, noticing when there's balance, no reactivity. And when there's any kind of pulling away, pushing or tightening. Perhaps emotions, thoughts or stories that arise. Noticing if boredom or restlessness arises, both ways of rejecting or trying to get away from what's happening. Seeing if you can just make space for that experience. Observing that too as a form of resistance or reactivity. Remembering that the key is balance, which means listening to our own wisdom, knowing when there's been enough and that we need to take a break.
very encouraged to see some of you taking breaks and orienting. Good work. It's uh, really important that we honor what our body's telling us. And the more we do that, the more we develop a relationship of trust internally. And the more our body learns to trust that we will listen to it in those ways, the more it will start to kind of open to us. Instead of this way that we we push, we push ourselves, right? So how was that for you? And again, I want to um, <clears throat> name a couple things here. So one is, again, the sense that um, we're experimenting, and this is like a buffet, right? A different menu with different items, and not every exercise or activity will work for everyone. Um, and two, that there's something artificial about that, right? Because, you know, you might not be feeling particularly any resistance, you know, at twelve ten on Sunday, you know, but there might be other times where you feel a lot of resistance. So because we can't engineer it so that everyone's feeling resistance while we're doing the resistance activity, right, it may or may not be matched, but it's still useful to explore it so that that tool is there for you if and when you need it. So any comments, reflections? or experiences that you'd like to share or things you want to ask about or explore from this. Yeah, Heather. I have more of a a reflection and a question. So what I think I'm coming to in this retreat, which has been very helpful, is a lot of my physical pain comes from resistance in general. Mm. And... um, and when it, that, that exercise that we just did was hard, mm-hmm. and um, and there are different places in my body where I experience pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and restlessness energy is kind of part of my uh, physiology, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just like resistance is just part of my physiology. Could mm-hmm. be, I don't know. I don't mean that in a pejorative way. Just um, mm-hmm. like I had, I have a lot of childhood trauma, so it's just kind mm-hmm. of in my DNA, I think, mm-hmm. somewhat. Yeah. But um, I think that what I noticed was, so I went to more of the muscle pain, the t- and tension that causes these chronic migraines that I get, which I don't have today, which is great. And then I noticed that there was a lot of like. Mm. tightness here right Mm -hmm. and I stayed with that and that was really hard and then I went Mm -hmm. back to the other pain which was easier and then just out to my hands which was great you know but but I think the confusion is well is that am I doing it right like bouncing around should Mm -hmm. I be focusing more you know and then there's that restless energy that causes me to bounce around too so there's just some confusion sure um I don't know that there's a doing it right here. We're learning. So the key is looking at your intention and seeing is there is this reactivity? Right? Am I like, ah, I gotta get away from this. Ah, I gotta get away from this. Ah, oh, no, this is too much and kind of or is the or is it that sense of, oh, this feels like a lot. Maybe it would be good to pull away. 
oh yeah, that's better. I'll stay here for a little while. Okay, now I'm feeling, well, maybe I'll go back and check it out again, right? So see, where, is, where are those shifts coming from internally, right? And if there is that sense of, ah, I gotta get out of here, pause, okay, that's a, that itself is a form of resistance, that's fine, yeah, we can move, okay, we'll move, right? It's like if there's a little kid who's freaking out, and it's like, I wanna go outside, I wanna go outside. It's like, you really wanna go outside? We'll go outside, come, let's go outside, right? It's not like, oh my God, let's go outside! Ah! We're like running with the kid, right? So there's that sense of you're accompanying yourself with a patient, steady, loving attention, whatever it is that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, it's like that key is, you know, the, the sense of balance has to be primary. So we're always keeping like two fingers on the pulse of how balanced is the mind. If it's starting to lose balance, then how do I then indirect go indirect? How do I how do I get back to balance? You know, yeah. The other thing that this wasn't in your question explicitly, but I think it's there is sometimes it can be confusing when there's particularly when there's a lot of painful sensation like what's primary and what's secondary? Like, is this resistance to pain or is this pain itself or, right? And so, you know, if that's going on, sometimes it can be helpful to just zoom out, right? And be like, it hurts there and it hurts there and it hurts there. And like, how am I overall with this, right? And then we can feel almost like, kind of like in our energy body, sort of like not anywhere specific, but like there can be this like, you know, it could, can actually be muscular, but like the the hands, the shoulders, the arms, the legs kind of pulling in, pulling away, something inside that's bracing. It's not just one area, but it's kind of this overall like holding the breath or pulling back. And then it's like, oh yeah, my whole body's kind of doing that. Can I just soften that? And then it comes up again and then soften that, right? Like that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I had a bit of an insight, I think, for my own situation during that practice. Um, one of the things in the small dyad that came up was um, I kind of wrestle with um, wanting to be proactive about actually easing my pain when there's an option to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wanting to surrender to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the practice, there was something that came up for me about um, it's not an either or and that a lot of it has to do with the intention and I can hold the intention mm-hmm. of surrendering to the sensation mm-hmm. and the kind of grief that comes with that sensation while at the same time choosing to go to a doctor's appointment or keep track of what's happening. And and it's not like surrendering means skipping those appointments or not getting the blood test, but actually um, it can be part of that intent, the intention of of how I bring myself to the work of trying to get well while not knowing whether that will happen or not and kind of Mm -hmm. holding just holding the moment. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so what you were talking about 
was relating into, I had a really hard, hard time with that practice just mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the hardest thing for me is the resistance isn't necessarily in my body. Yeah. It's accepting this as a state of being or just a temporary thing. Like, right. Do I continue to, I mean, every kind of, you know, I'm sure many of you have, like, tried the everything. You know, you've tried everything. Right. Dollars on trying to fix what's wrong or, like, do you, the resistance is, do I stop that? Do I yeah. stop that drive makes me crazy. Right. Like, that's the part that's hard for me is yeah. that spiral into, like, hope and despair whenever you right. see a new person. And, yeah. Um, you know, when... For me, doctors tell me, like, oh, you should have full recovery, and I haven't had that. Yeah. So, like, the acceptance of, mm. um, I'm resisting the state, mm-hmm. but how do you accept it when you really think that you shouldn't be in it anymore? So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. hard yeah i think the acceptance is 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 for it starts with just the predicament right it's the acceptance of being caught in that state of like this is overwhelming i don't know what to do can i accept that like this is the reality of like not knowing which way to go yeah Does that mean you stop trying to get better or doing things? Just, yeah. Just kind of right. Right. Yeah. I think it's both. You know, the more we can be at peace with what's happening, um, the less we'll suffer. But being at peace with the way things are doesn't mean that we can't still try to get better. That's the paradox. We can, we, can, we can try to get better in a way where there's that quality of desperation and, and, and resistance and not accepting it and like I need to get better and I want to get better. And then there's, that's one, ex, that's one extreme. Then there's the other extreme of I just have to accept this, this is the way it is, but, there's, but I'm not, and I'm not going to try anything else, which is almost a sense of defeat or collapse, which is also not healthy. So there's somewhere, there's that balance, there's somewhere in the middle that says, I mean, this is, this is, this is why illness and pain are such unrelenting teachers in terms of the Dharma, is because it forces us to accept the unknown. And when we're healthy, we don't have to do that as much. When we're sick, we really, we're face to face with the unknown every day. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to get worse or or better or stay the same. I have a very clear preference. (laughs) And we can be real with that, you know. Practicing Dharma doesn't mean not having preferences. It means not being attached to them. Not being defined by them. Not being driven by them. So So we can face that unknown to see, how do I come to terms with this? This is how it is right now. I don't know what's going to happen five minutes from now or five days from now or five years from now. So I think we we work on both levels of like the acceptance for what is 
and finding what's sustainable for me to work towards more health and well-being, right? And, and it's like we can drive ourselves nuts with the online forums and the, you know, the different healers and the appointments and, oh, have you tried this? And everyone thinks they has the, the, the solution. And it's, you know, we need to draw a line somewhere and say, okay, I'm just going to do one thing at a time. You know, this month I'm trying this and all the rest of the stuff can wait, all the other supplements and the other healers and the other this and the other that. We need to, we need to titrate the amount of information we take in and the amount of things that we try to do. And we need to be giving attention to the rest of our life. Not, not, not in the sense of like taking care of the kids and the pets, and the, but, but meaning like making sure that we're getting enough nourishment and joy and pleasure and meaning so that even as we are grappling with the pain and the grief of what's happening, and the questions around how to pursue healing in a way that's sustainable, even as all that's happening, we're attending to the basis of our well-being and the quality of our life. But that doesn't get put on hold, right? Which is, which is the, you know, like that's what happens at first when we first get sick. It's like, I'll just, I, all that stuff can wait because i got to get better. And then one month turns into two months, which turns into a year. And then at a certain point, it's like, I need to start living again. Yeah. Thank you for speaking that. I think it's the hardest part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's profound what you just said. You can't find peace when you're constantly seeking. That's the second arrow. That's that sense of there's the pain. That's the first arrow that everyone feels, whether it's illness or physical pain. Or, and there's the second arrow, which is the get me away from this, fix it, no. When is it going to be better? How do I get there? All of the, all of the reactivity that comes up. I, I don't know if I shared this with you guys yesterday. We, know we, we talked about it on Friday. This, um, this little formula that, uh, that Shinzen Young uses for suffering, the relationship between pain and suffering. So he says, suffering is equal to pain The suspense is killing you. <laughs> Times resistance. So the pain is just the pain. That's a given. The question is, how much are we resisting? And if we're resisting even a little bit, then there's going to be a little bit of suffering. If we're resisting a lot... Resist, resisting being everything we're talking about from I don't want it to I need to fix it to you know that quality of seeking and desperation to get better if we're doing if, if that's driving us a lot there's going to be a lot of suffering and when that goes down to zero when there's acceptance 
the pain's still present, but there's no suffering. That that friction, that tension in the heart can can cease. You want to use the mic? I still have a hard time. I don't. Sorry, I don't mean to hold this up, but yeah, no, it's important. The R, like, yeah. does that have to go to a zero? Do we not try? So trying doesn't mean resistance. Okay. R, the resistance is not action. It's internal. It's the state of mind. So you know, going to a doctor's appointment, or taking a supplement, or re- doing some reading, right, or you know, any of the things that we try to support our health is not inherently resistance. It's where is it coming from? Is it coming from a place of of self-care and compassion of like, right? Of like, let me do this out of care for the body to see if it will help. Very different place to come from. Great, great. Yeah, Doug. Something that might be helpful, and one of the my teachers shared with me is uh, compartmentalizing. Mm. What she does, and um, she has uh, a painful condition, is that um, when she's dealing with um, going to a doctor or even planning a doctor, she makes it a very distinct event, discreet. Mm-hmm. And once that's done, to the extent that she can, she puts it away and goes mm-hmm. on with engaging in her life. Mm. And it, she said it took her a long time to develop right. the skill set to do that. Right. But she said she found it very helpful to yeah. like keep the aversion yeah, at, yeah. At, a, at a minute. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I know for myself, when I was going through some of the harder times, one of the things that was the hardest was <laughs> was dealing with doctors, <laughs> um, but in particular, uh, learning to di- learning how to have discernment around which doctors to work with. And I had this this moment of a kind of a real shift in insight when I went to see one doctor. And, you know, I started basically asking doctors point blank, just saying, like, do you think you can help me? And I had many doctors say with complete confidence, yes, absolutely. They were the ones who could help me the least. And the doctors who would say, I don't know. I think, I think we might be able to do some, but this is, a diff- this is a difficult one and I'm not sure but I'm willing to try. They were the ones who were able to help me the most. And I don't know that that's necessarily always the case, right? I'm just saying that in my experience, there was something very powerful about one, being able to ask a doctor point blank, do you think you can help me? And then trusting my gut in terms of how they respond, because there's information there about how they're going to be relating to me as a human being and their level of humility, their willingness to listen and really honor and trust what I'm saying, which is not something that all doctors can or will do. Yeah. Anything else on this topic? 
the meditation we did, yeah, Layla? Something um, is coming up for me, and I don't know if it's going to be helpful or not, but I'd like to share um, about the equation. Yeah, Suffering is great. pain times resistance. Um, when Shinzen talks about the resistance yes. piece, he's very specific in that he mm. means that it's not interfering with the sensory flow of experience. Mm. So that doesn't mean not going to the doctor. It means mm. not interfering with those signals that it feels painful or wrong to allow them to honor them, to use honor, Oren's words, to just honor them. And that's what he's talking about in the resistance. And when you can apply that mind state to pain, what happens is instead of suffering, you start to experience what Shinzen calls purification, which is sensations that come, but because you're not resisting them anymore, it feels more like purification versus suffering. There's a mm. quality of aliveness to it instead of oppression. Thank you. Oh, it's the... Um, yeah, it's not interfering with the sensory flow of experience. So with pain, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's the interference of the experience of pain. Pain is a sensory experience. And our typical reaction is to stop that, to wish it away, to obliterate it, to do anything, to not experience that. To manipulate it, to control it, that that's quality of interference. Yeah, thank you, that's, that's really helpful. Yeah. And, you know, I'm kind of elaborating on that. So Shinzen's pointing very specifically to the this relationship on the sensory level. And I'm kind of expanding beyond that to include the mental and the emotional, which will often show up on the level of sensation, right? But we can, the, the, res, the resistance can show up emotionally, mentally, psychologically. It takes other forms than than just on the sensory level, in my experience. Yeah, Missy. So uh, this is making me think of a totally not uh, Buddhist, Mm -hmm. but another formula Mm -hmm. that I use in my work that I find very helpful, and I use it to determine who I'm going to work with in my line of work or not. And it's a formula for change. Uh And... On one side is resistance, mm-hmm. so R, and then the other side is a, a bunch of things like, uh, you know, willingness to change, mm-hmm. um, a clear pathway to like a first direct action, and like a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those things on the right hand side of the formula have to be greater right. than the resistance. Right. And that has been so helpful to me. Mm. And so I was thinking about it um, even before you did the formula mm. because I was like, it it has really changed like my perspective on so many things, mm. but I have never applied it to pain before. Uh, oh, wow. um, and I think so much of my pain is resistance like you were mentioning earlier that my actual pain is the resistance and so um and I spend so much time berating myself for like why isn't this changing why isn't it shifting like what am I doing wrong you know whatever Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah I I'm not Mm -hmm. you know taking action with loving kindness 
towards myself, I'm taking it from the approach of I need to do this. I haven't done it enough. I'm, you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever. If I were to do this, then all my symptoms would go away, stuff yeah. like that. So, but the, it's from a place of resistance yeah. is my yeah, point. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So really rich and um, deep topic, right? And this is, this is, this is, it's, it's rich and deep because we're, we're moving into that territory, right? We're moving towards the pain and there's a lot there. Um, so I want to do one more activity before lunch. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.